are back with another dive into season two of Masters of Horror. We are up to episode nine around the home stretch with Rob Schmidt's Right to Die. Christine. That's what it's called. That is what it's called. Uh, Rob Schmidt, let's talk about him. What you know sure. about him? What you know about him? Um, not much. I can't retain uh, his movies, uh, what they are. Uh, I have had to look his IMDb up uh, three or four times. <laughs> I guess his uh, main. But, I mean, his main uh, thing is Wrong Turn. Wrong Turn. Wrong Turn is the is the is the thing. Um, also, the Alphabet Killer, which I believe had Eliza Dushku in it. Hold on, I could be completely no, wrong. No, you are right. You are totally right. Here, I'm so when you said I can't retain anything about Rob Schmidt, I thought that's the funniest thing because I still can't decide if I've seen the Alphabet Killer or not. Me neither. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I like, think I did, but if I did, I don't remember it. So does it count? That's uh, a great question. I'm <laughs> reading like, cause I'm like, I think I saw it. I remember rent, like getting it from the library or something random. It was streaming. F- I, I mean, remember forever. when Netflix was where things were streaming? Yeah. So I have to assume going back that far, it was streaming on Netflix forever. Right, so right. I'm very intimately acquainted with this cover, having clicked by it a thousand times. But I, I don't know. Well, I don't and know. I was, I'm reading the synopsis of it, and then I read the entire plot description on Wikipedia. And I'm like, you know, I remember this aspects of this sound familiar, but there's like some weird, crazy twists that I feel like I'd read and be like, oh, yeah, that. And I wasn't. So I don't know. It's one of those... Uh, just movies that is like the definition of a of a five out of ten movie. I think where it is purely mediocre, mm-hmm. and I think that's fitting. Now, Wrong Turn had a little bit of excitement when it came out, uh, just because I think we hadn't really had a, a like horror coming out at that time was very much or theatrical horror rather was really in the CW star PG thirteen vein. So when you had a an R-rated movie that was R for violence, like there was something kind of exciting about that. Um, have you rewatched Wrong Turn at any point? I've never, I've never seen it. You've any never of the wrong seen turn it. Movies? Oh, wow. Um, I love Wrong Turn too. I think it's really it's it's goofy. It's a horror comedy straight out. Um, wrong Turn. I'd be wow, fascinating. I just assumed you'd <laughs> seen it because like, nope. I feel like everybody saw it at that time. It's fine. I think it's, I think, I don't know that it's aged great. I think it was good at the time because we hadn't had that on our big screens. Mm -hmm. But it's not really doing anything new. Um, Yeah, so his other things that he did, like he really just hasn't done that much after that. Yeah, Um, it seems spotty. I don't know. Yeah. I don't there seemed to be when I was creeping through some some stuff in development or you know just stuff without images I I don't know I thought this I know we're not talking about it just yet I thought this was competently directed like it looked it looked okay Yeah this um this one to me was very tales from the mediocre trout tales from the crypt episode is where I kind of fell on it um, Zach said it was more like creep show, and I was oh, like, hmm, yeah, there's something about that. it that's actually really accurate, and I couldn't totally. put my finger on yep. why. I get it. I get it. It yeah. was super gooey, and I was like, is that why it feels more creep showy? I get that. Yeah. So I guess he was brought in, and again, from that Mick Garris interview I'd read a few weeks ago, uh, he was being described as the Lucky McGee of this season, that to bring in a young voice in horror. 
so I guess it makes sense to have him do an episode. Uh, the script is by John Esposito, mm-hmm. who also has written for the new Creep Show. Yep, funny I saw enough. That. Uh, also, some webisodes of The Walking Dead. Whatever that, mm-hmm. like, they're I, remember they would have like segments that they would air during commercials. I guess it was that. Um, remember so, when everybody was doing webisodes? Yeah. There were like True Blood webisodes. What a time. There were. Um, there might have been what's that show that everybody liked Lost. There might have been Lost webisodes. There probably were. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Just... Remember, we were doing that. We were, yeah. That was... <laughs> this has been a weird century so far. <laughs> Let's just let it let it out there. Oh. Um, so, I mean, he was not. You know, he's he's written for Teen Titans and some other things. He, he did the screenplay of Graveyard. Shift. I just saw that. Yeah, which I still haven't yeah. seen that movie, but interesting. So, okay, all right. You know, kind of low level pedigree on both of these guys, but sure. Um, tell me about the episode Right to Die. Okay, so this is um, pretty straightforward, which I kind of, uh, I appreciated the simplicity of some of this. Um, sometimes I feel like it gets a little convoluted. And Fair. I get what this is about, and me saying that, it's kind of weird. But I just felt like this went down a lot easier than some of the other narrative choices yeah. the series has made. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Um, so this is about... Um, a married couple who uh, so he, the gentleman's apparently a dentist, but I mean that vaguely and comes into this play. Is so, this pisses me <laughs> off a lot because when you make your character a dentist, there's like so much potential there, right? Like there's a reason Corbin Burnson, who's also in this episode, was in a horror franchise called The Dentist because there is some like cool horror elements you can do with dentistry none of which gets done in this episode no. but anyway it does it does seem like an interesting like a strange throwaway yeah, like, choice i don't like, understand he could've... why he wasn't just a doctor hmm. he could have been a vet like he yeah, could have been like yeah. it, it, it comes into play a little bit but like not as much to not really to justify it no but no. um so that he is married to this lady and things are not going well. We're very, very much thrown into the narrative. Like, oh, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And him and his, his wife are fighting. And she's like, I'm fighting with you. And then I'm going to take my seatbelt off in this car, which you know isn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then he hits a branch or swerves to avoid a branch. And she flies out of the car and lives, which is was surprising. I was like, oh, she's she made that. Okay, good. Then catches on fire and then you're like oh well that's that's bad so she is and i don't know medicine i'm no md (laughs) neither does rob schmidt or john esposito so don't worry there seems to be some things that didn't make sense about someone who's who who was so badly burned over literally a hundred percent of their body yes um i didn't believe any of that was accurate took me out a little bit which i know is strange but i was like this doesn't seem accurate um but then well basically this lady then is like a ghost which is very fun she when she this is very sad when she dies in the hospital her ghost comes and and attacks her husband in various ways and then starts to attack other people Mm -hmm. this is very sad as i'm saying it but as it was on the television i was like "Hmm, good for her um she is is you know terrorizing people and and it's weird and then (laughs) There's this whole, it's all wrapped up in this whole, like, when do you take someone off life support? How do you decide, like, when someone, when to, like, when to make that choice? And, like, the the lady's mother is like, don't do it. And then he's like, but I want to. And you're mm-hmm. like, 
well, is he doing it for nefarious reasons? And you find out, yes, he is. At right. The, at the end of the day, it's definitely nefarious reasons. Um, and he's having an affair, and he has a really nice house. Guys, watch it for Ridiculously house. nice house, yeah. Like, with polished concrete floors. Beautiful Was house. Was he a dentist to the stars, or what? I, yeah, and then, like, so then she needs, like, a, a full skin transplant, and he's like, oh, if this lady dies... If, like she's gonna come and kill me as a ghost so i have to keep her alive and i need to get her her skin for her skin transplant so she he peel spoilers he peels <laughs> the skin off of his uh his like lover dental and dental hygienist yeah yeah the woman he was having an affair with he peels her skin off in these really interesting slabs and puts them neatly into a cooler um in his dental office which it just all seems very strange to me mm-hmm. and then he has a smart car which is very cute and i wanted and then all of the body parts fall off the roof of the smart car honestly i think you could have kept those in the back seat and it would, i like, wondered about little, that too yeah there's a little spot back there like i've seen them in real life yeah, you, you have a truck oh my gosh the passenger seat put a bag yeah, on it put Whatever. a seatbelt over it I mean, this if there had been a seatbelt involved, we mm. wouldn't have been in this position. So he gets to the hospital and he's like, I have all this skin. I'm not going to explain to you where I got. <laughs> put it on put it on my burnt wife and everything will be fine. She'll be alive and won't try to kill me when she's a ghost. And then they're like, oh, dude, Actually, she's been dead. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, <gasps> but also gross. Now you have this cooler that's dripping blood. <laughs> and then so he's like, oh, no. And he like shuffles home. And she's like there when he gets to the front door. So now he'll be haunted by her ghost. Did I miss anything? No, I had honestly <laughs> forgotten how it ended. I watched this on Thursday and we are recording on Sunday, which is not that long a period of time to have passed between them. But oh. as you were saying it, I'm like, I remember the skin falling off the car. And that then it ends for me. I didn't remember what happened after I, that. I watched it last night. And yeah. this morning, I had to make sure I remembered it. Good, good for you. Yeah. Because it, it, is a, it is a real dumper. That is to say, yeah. it went in my brain and, and out. immediately been dumped out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I asked you, because I have a little, I have some, not to misuse the phrasing, but a little PTSD from this show. Like, I don't really sure. need to feel the way this show makes me feel sometimes. <laughs> so I asked you, yep. this week hasn't been the best. I mean, probably not sure. for a lot of people. Right. I asked you, oh, is this going to is this gonna be tough? And you were like, it's too, st- I think you said it's too stupid to be offensive or something. That's like how that. I felt about it. Yeah. That... And, and I was like, hmm, accurate. <laughs> right? Right? You get it. Like, you could... There are things, there are little things that if you wanted to add them up, you could say like, oh, this yeah, is a little problematic. This episode also seems to hate women, um, unless it can, oh. unless, except for their boobs. It loves their boobs. So it puts but two sets of boobs on prominent display. His wife is so cool. Like mm. I, I was, oh, I didn't, no, I didn't tell the twist. I didn't tell the reveal. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I forgot about the reveal. on board with Ghost Wife. Yeah. I am. First of all, Julia Benson, she's like in a Stargate show. I'm aware of her existence. She is stunning. Yep. And she's stunning in this. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't care what's going on or what anybody's done. I'm rooting for this ghost. She's fucking cool. She made me also really wish, though, that the roles were reversed and that she was the star of the episode. I Every time she came on screen, I yeah. was like, oh, what's she going to do? Yeah, let me see it, her be the... The kind of secret villain would have been, I think, even more interesting. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. But so I will say my 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 big actual 
other than this being kind of forgettable, my actual critique of this is it opens at the beginning, which is nice. You know, I don't like when things are like three weeks early, sure. you know, whatever. It opens at the beginning and we have their interaction and we have the ensuing car crash. And you're like, this is bullshit. And it felt like I what when it came back uh-huh. and we showed it with additional footage, I thought, well, this feels right because his reactions were a little weird. And and so you can kind of say like, oh, clearly some stuff was missing. But so when we see it again towards the very end, you realize that she she told him that she was pregnant and that while he did not intentionally cause the car crash, which I was like, is this what, what we're going to see? He did light her on fire. Yes. Like. My my critique of wait this didn't is, he cause the car? I feel like didn't as soon as she took her seatbelt off, didn't he like intentionally uh, get into the accident? Or did I? I he they still showed the footage like he looked away and then looked back and there was the okay. big branch swerved. I mean, at the end of the day, if he if he did or if he didn't, maybe. But he literally threw a yeah, lighter. Regardless, on her. he tried to murder his wife. Yeah, he caught he he set her on fire, and while. Okay, we get to the, we understand, I was, see, here's the thing, I was on board with her being this vengeful without having that information. Mm -hmm. So when you gave me that information to justify her murderous vengeance, I was like, I mean, I guess, but I was already there. Right, she already had a husband who was cheating on her, and clearly they were, yeah. And was like keen to just let let her body pass into like without really putting out any effort to save her or yeah. figure out what his options were. So like I was like, okay, so she's like and also I don't merely even need that. I believe that I'm now in the realm that I believe that a ghost that can kill people exists. Go ahead, kill yeah. people. Like that's now you exist for that reason. Do it. M- my complaint is there was no tool or device mm-hmm. or, or narrative yep. tick to explain why I was watching new footage other than that the, sh- yeah. that the show sh- decided not to show me it at the beginning. Completely. I wrote the same notes. My notes were, you can't show us an opening and then show us what we didn't see just because you think it makes a bigger statement when you haven't done anything by doing it this way. He, he could have, we could have seen him. I, I fixed it in three seconds. You could have seen him approach the branch or whatever, swerve, and then cut like, cut to him giving a statement to a state trooper and he's only giving some of the information so then when we actually see it play out we realize that he didn't tell us everything Mm -hmm. but when you when you show it from like this omnipotent point of view and it's missing information you just you just kind of edit out three seconds in between each exchange what is the narrative device of that what was that rule what are you doing with it it's it is so manipulative to no purpose because this episode isn't good enough to like justify any of that. But it's just so incredibly, to me, it was just so lazy. Just the idea of I'm going to tell a story in a way where the story is going to be more interesting when I make a random decision as a filmmaker to give you something okay. at the end of the episode. What? Yeah, it, it, it didn't, it, that hit immediately. Yeah. Like, like why are we going why are we doing this reveal why are we going back to this when you haven't set up like that that is even on the table like it was just that if i if i was indifferent that tipped me into like oh well 
I, I don't care anymore. Yeah, it just Paris made Laurie. me roll my eyes harder than this is one of those like what is it the Thirty Rock episode where Tina Fey's keep eyes keep getting like stuck in that position. That's mm-hmm. how I felt with this episode of just that it was dumb and the so our lead is not I don't know he like as an the actor's fine but it's just he's kind of presented as are we supposed to feel bad for him I don't know but here all these here's these women throwing themselves at him and this is the episode that I put on Facebook and said like have any of the men that have directed these episodes actually been seduced by women because they write and present these you know femme fatales as such 14 year old wet dream fantasies of here's his hot young dental hygienist who just cannot keep her clothes off when she is around him and it's just stupid and this episode doesn't it's not quite to me as offensive as pro-life but it also clearly was trying to look terry shiva was 2005 and for those of you too young to remember this was this whole huge uh national case of a woman who was on life support and her husband wanted to take her off but the her family didn't and it was this back and forth and it was a religious thing or was it you know was he having an affair all of this stuff and this episode does the same thing the pro-life does where it tries to use that it doesn't you know again the fact that it calls itself right to die which is the thing like that was the right to die movement it is so just grasping at political straws to be relevant mm-hmm. and then this is what you do with it you just tell a really shitty knockoff creep show episode and mm-hmm. it's not as to me i don't know maybe because it's less of a uh personal issue it's not as offensive to me um but it's just also cheap i guess and so it's one where I'm not, I can't care enough to be that angry, but if, if I needed to, I could get there. Yeah, I get that. I, I think that it was, I'm not, I I have to, I have to take a step back and not, I have to look at it among its peers Yeah, and not as a bigger thing Mm -hmm. because it's, it's, it's not even, it doesn't, it wouldn't even exist for me to look at on its own. Right. So I have to view it in in the context of, of the episodes that surround it. So it was, it was better directed than a lot of uh, stuff, Mm -hmm. especially a lot of season one stuff. Yes. Um, I thought the acting was pretty good. I liked, I liked both my male and female lead. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I didn't like Martin Donovan in it, the male lead, but I like him in stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a very good asshole. So I I wish like, he was allowed to have been an asshole. Like yeah, I feel like he didn't wasn't told how to play it. Yeah. I, I it just you're right. Just like pro life it lacks a point of view yeah. even though it clearly is stating it has a point of view but mm-hmm. it actually doesn't. Right. And but like I I really I really did enjoy some of the directive choices. I thought they were good. I thought the skinless lady who who you know was getting into antics was cool and mm-hmm. creepy there's a gag with a phone that i liked there there's a good stuff. mri uh machine there's uh corbin oh, Burnson thought... as the See, that... uh that was stupid i thought that was like really dumb <laughs> it was stupid I like... but i i appreciated it because like look if you're gonna set a, um, a horror scene in a hospital give me something that i can only get in a hospital right look fair enough so I liked the and Corbin Burnson is there in a supporting part as a like sleazy lawyer and he gets MRI'd to death, I guess is the best way to say it, where he kind of gets magnetically 
stat like all he's in an MRI room and all the magnets are going crazy and ah, hey I haven't had that and I'll take it yeah and uh, yeah so like the the skin skinless woman reminded me of Hellraiser obviously sure. which is so maybe maybe I was just tapping into my Hellraiser feelings when mm-hmm. I was seeing it. There was ev- evocative imagery, and a lot of it was stupid. I wish that like it leaned one way or the other, like it was actually serious and disturbing with a point of view, or if or it was a hundred percent off the rails and stupid and not medically accurate. Yeah. I felt like it tried to tell a line, and yeah. and that kind of hurt it. Like just be stupid, yeah. Because the magnet, the magnet, the MRI magnety thing was stupid and didn't yep. make any sense. And the way they wrapped her in bandages and cleaned her off was stupid and didn't make any yeah. sense. And a lot of it was stupid and didn't make any sense. But then they were like, mm, yes, but grounded in reality. Like, You're no, right. There was, be stupid. there was, there was a level. You just had to like up it one level to camp. And this could have been very funny. Like there were things in there that you could kind of chuckle at. And I think the wife character was there to do that. And I think her, her performance and kind of the nature of her was there. But he didn't really commit to it. So it didn't feel like it was a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it it had some comedy in there, but it didn't feel like it was driving at that. It felt like that For was sure. there to, to almost underscore the horror. Like, oh, we're, it's, not, it's not really that good of a horror story. So let's make sure we have some gags. But we're not going to actually make it a comedy. So then you end up with this middle of the road thing yeah. without any like you're saying point of view yeah. both in tone and politics which is a bummer because like i said there's a there's enough stuff to here to, yeah. that you to like like this one for me is a is a one of the few that i'm actually like five out of ten in the middle mm. because yeah like i i because at the end of the day i don't care yeah i didn't care about anything it didn't make me mad and it didn't i mean i didn't enjoy it yeah. So like, good, good job towing well, that line, friend. Why is it funny? I realized at a certain point, I'm like, oh, I have seen this episode, and I don't remember a thing about it. Oh, have you? Yeah. I oh, think I, I could be wrong, but I think there were like little things that I'm like, yeah, that's vaguely familiar. So I think I did. Maybe it was one where I had it on and I fell asleep. It could have been like I there. I went through a period of doing that, um, like, and it was around the time these were on Netflix. When I used to be somebody that would have the TV on when I went to bed. And so if I fell asleep during something, I would try to resume it the next day. Or maybe I gave up. And I'm thinking yeah. maybe it was this. Maybe this was one of those. Like I fell asleep. I woke up, fell asleep. Because there were things that were familiar. But at the same time, I, I also think in two years, if you ask me to recap this episode and tell you what I thought of it, I, my, I wouldn't even say I don't remember. I would say, I don't think I watched that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to stick. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. It's it, 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 which is sad. Like, I feel like there was stuff there, and yeah. I wish there had been actual swings taken because yeah. it, I don't know. But then, who knows? You take a swing, and you end up with imprint. True. So that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's better that this this somewhat this potentially offensive premise was just <laughs> kind of like ah, that was that was middle of the road. Yeah, like a woman's fucking body parts falling off the top of a smart car. I mean, <laughs> I, I I feel indifferent about that. Then I don't know. Maybe that's for the best. Yeah. Or are we just getting like getting so? Um, what's the word? <laughs> yes, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> Couldn't even think of the word. That's how desensitized I've become. I mean. No, because I was like sufficiently uh, disgust. Well, not disgusted, but I was like completely over Valerie on the stairs, and right. I did not have a Valerie on the stairs reaction okay. to this. Okay, good, good. 
Yeah, so do you recommend people watch it? Ugh. Um, there are worse things to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there are worse things to watch. I guess if you yeah. if you like hospital horror, that's a thing. Yeah, I, kinda, I enjoy that. If you like hospital horror, good. Yes, sure. If you like if you like people without skin, I mean, yeah. sometimes that's cool to look at. That's in here. Um, again, nice I houses. state. I state emphatically, Julia Benson, stunning, charismatic, lovely. You know what? Just go watch all the other things she's on. Don't watch this. <laughs> yeah, I, this is one of those like, well, if you had an hour and didn't want to watch a full movie, this is, you could do worse by throwing this on in the background, but it's not anything. I don't think you can, will ever be able to write an essay about this episode. Like, it, it'd be a hard one to even write a review of because it's so middle of the road. Which yeah. is for Masters of Horror puts it in the upper echelon. I mean, I just said I gave it a five out of ten. So yeah. I mean that's that's a that's a huge But if you're grading impression. on a curve, that's like an eight, I think. <laughs> I... <laughs> Suddenly the best episode of the season. No, I mean I guess watch it. No. Yeah. It's it's better <laughs> than a lot of season one. I'd say that. But That's very yeah, true. But I got very little out of it, so all right. Well, that was Right to Die. When next we meet, we'll be talking about Tom Holland's ice cream episode. Ice cream, yep. you scream, ice cream episode. So, ice th- cream. That's where we're going. Bye bye, folks. Bye. When I was younger, just a bad little kid, my mama noticed funny things I did, like shooting puppies with a BB gun. I'd poison guppies, and when I was done, I'd find a pussycat bashing its head. That's when my mama said, What did she say? She said, my boy, I think someday you'll find a way to make your natural tendencies pay. You'll be a dentist. You have a talent for causing things a dentist. People will pay you to be inhumane. Your temperament's wrong for the priesthood, and teaching would suit you still less. Some be a dentist. You'll be a success. Oh, that hurts. Wait, I'm not numb. Uh, shut up. Open wide. Here I come. I am your dentist. And I enjoy the career that I picked. I'm your dentist. And I get off on the pain I inflict. I drill when I drill a bicuspid. It's swell, though they tell me I'm maladjusted. And though it may cause my patience distress, somewhere, somewhere in heaven above me, I know, I know that my mom is proud of me. Oh, mama. Cause I'm a dentist and a sick soul. 
Say ah. Oh. Say ah. Oh. Say ah. Oh. Oh.